Ring out the bells for Christmas, played by the Edison Concert Band. And welcome to the South Road, boys. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I'm Joe. I am Troy. And yeah, we're here um, on the Christmas Spectacular. Super duper Christmas special. <laughs> Christmas special, yeah. as promised. As promised. We were contemplating, we did talk last week about having a Star Wars Spectacular. Yeah, we did. But I didn't go and see it. Which so, means that I can't talk about it. <laughs> it wouldn't be advisable, because it's just going to be like the episode before this one where it's just your audio <laughs> it's just an yeah. hour of silence and then troy and then silence and then troy again which i'm happy with <laughs> I have no and, problem. The, and i think the roadies would be happy with it as well uh i think they'll miss you joe you have a lovely <laughs> voice oh, thank you very much it's all the, the the very bad um references to very old music that nobody's ever heard of and also, I'm actually not that funny by myself. I need a wingman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> actually, I'm oh, not even oh. that funny sometimes with a wingman. <laughs> Your face is a wingman. <laughs> oh, and there it starts. I remembered what it was. Remember last week oh. I said, um, there's a thing you can say and change up with your faces? Yes. I actually said it to you a couple of times. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. Actually, last week got out of control a little bit between hashtags and your faces, and that's what she said. Yeah. Um, it was just nuts, but it was a lot of fun. There were, it was a lot of fun, and there were a lot of hashtags. There were a lot of hashtags. Actually, you sent me all the hashtags, and I, I must admit, I didn't get a chance to look at it. I seen it turned up, and I chuckled, but I was working very hard, toiling away the, the week prior to Christmas, and I thought, I'll look at that later. And yes. just haven't got back to it. So Right. So mm. if anyone's picking up any common threads, any of the roadies picking up common threads, last week we spoke about me sending Troy something on the Black Ink Project, and he didn't watch it, and I've now sent him another email with the hashtags, and once again has not responded to that correspondence. So, you know, just put that in context and perspective for all the roadies out there. How much... Hashtag available, not reliable. <laughs> 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 oh, and it oh, carries on. That's great. Um, so Christmas time is upon us. Yep. Um, for all those people who are in the Northern Hemisphere, you would be getting slightly chilly at the moment. Um, and as we were discussing before we went on here, people in the Southern Hemisphere, things are getting hot. It is. I'll tell you what, it's a lot easier this time of year to also pick up a hoe. A lot easier. <laughs> and oh, you know oh, what? Oh, oh, there's, oh. Oh, there's at least three of them normally, so if we don't like the first two, there's going to be the other one. So good. <laughs> oh, there it goes. Isn't it so amazing? What why isn't Christmas like um, in like westerns and stuff? You, could have, a, you could have a ho, ho, ho down. <laughs> <laughs> Not even funny. I don't know why I just came up with it. What was your question? Moving on. <laughs> which I was thinking if um if Warner Brothers, which way did he hold, boy? Which way did he hold? Oh, <laughs> I don't even know. What's that? It's like um, Dave in the castle. I, I dug a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, now, for those who... That's <laughs> so random. Spoilers. For those who don't know, that's referencing a 20-year-old iconic would be Australian film. An iconic Australian film called The Castle. If If anyone is not from Australia and wants to understand a very unique Australian sense of humour, because... Obviously, the Americans have got a, their unique style of comedy, and and the Brits have got their unique style of comedy. Um, and I think Australia and New Zealand share a very similar There's style of comedy. Yeah. There's a thread. Um, it's dry. It's it's subtle, dripping with sarcasm. Like there is beard. this, yeah, wonderful, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful film called The Castle. Um, spoilers. For anyone who hasn't seen it, basically they they own their house and and um, Daryl is the, the father, and um, every home is his castle is basically the thread of it. And yep. they are living next to an airport, and the airport decides to expand. And as part of their expansion... No, they didn't, surely. A true story. Oh, and, no. and, as pa- and as part of that expansion, they were going to just demolish Daryl's home. And the government were going to pay him what the, the rate was, and that was it. And Daryl was like, well, hang on, I don't want to move. So he enlists the help of the only lawyer that he knows, which is an accountant. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's just so wonderful. It's about their family holidays. It's about the 15 cars they drive. It's about... And I think actually, from memory, we can bing this. Um, Let me bing it um, for a moment. The people um, in America quite liked the castle and try to do their own version i did hear a rumor on that a while back Uh, Um, i believe it just didn't work i think it's not only changing the sense of humor but it's also changing a lot of the references so you don't have to you don't have to live in australia to understand what sorry you don't have to live in melbourne to understand what broadmeadows is that's certainly not broadmeadows tafe Everywhere if has any, one. <laughs> everyone's got a broady tafe, but it's just when you do hair, your hairdressing apprenticeship at Broadmeadows Tafe, it just speaks volume to you as a person. <laughs> and and Daryl's daughter does that, and it's just um, it's it just didn't translate. No, um, which is unfortunate because it's a great film, and if anyone um, has watched the latest. Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok, um, there is a reference in there by the New Zealand director. And some people, if you're not an Australian and you haven't seen The Castle, you will not get this I reference. I actually can't remember that. Can't you? I probably heard it at the time, but I can't reference it back. Okay, so you know when um, Thor is captured? Yeah. And, and not right at the start. No, no, not right at the start. Oh. When he's captured on the planet where all the, everything's discarded. Yep. And he's captured by the, the chick, I can't remember her name. She's she used to be a warrior in Asgard. Yep. And now she's, she's a, a Valkyrie. A Valkyrie. Yep. So so she catches him and takes him to um uh, what's the name of the character? Uh the guy who doesn't age. Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum's character. Yep. He is called Jeff, is it the collector, I think of memory or something. Yeah. And anyway, so She's there, and she's selling him, and he goes, oh, he's great. He's got a bit of fire. He's got a bit of spunk. You know, that's... I want him. He'll fight my champion. 
and Jeff Goldblum's character's got an offsider. He's he's a lady, um, and she appears to be his like his personal security and his secretary and all this role in one. And yep. I think she may be of. I think she might be a, a Kiwi, possibly. I couldn't could be. So she looks she looks like she's got um, a bit of island descent or a bit of Maori in her. And she just turns to Jeff Goldblum and goes, "What do you mean, pay her?" And he goes, "This is the price, and it's something like six million or four million, whatever." And she turns around and says, "Tell him he's dreaming. Like, tell her she's dreaming." I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's an iconic line from the movie The Castle, but if you haven't seen it, you wouldn't pick up then you, you just, you won't yeah. understand it. And actually now I'll go back to, I think, he's in the, I think his character might have been the Grandmaster. I think the Collector might have been the yeah. Moody Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. I think. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, Maybe so so when the, when the Americans took and did their own version of The Castle in 97, they changed things from Rissoles, as we know them in Australia, to mm. Meatloaf. Um, and it just, from everything that I'm reading on IMBD, which for most people is the authoritative source on, on most things film. Yes. Uh, it doesn't rate. Oh, there you go. Sometimes yeah. it's just not meant to be. Sometimes you can just have something that is unique and, and just leave it. You and don't you have know to do what? anything more. That's well, a beautiful segue into a conversation we wanted to have. Something that's unique, you should yes. just leave it. Oh, absolutely. And yes. you know what we're talking about, because we spoke about this earlier today, and we said, no, we're not going to talk about it anymore. We're going to leave that, and we're going to talk about it tonight. Yes. And the thing is, it's got nothing to do with fucking Christmas. <laughs> well. But we'll get to Christmas. Mm. We've got plenty of time. But do you, okay, so is this a good time to bring this up? Like, Do you want to segue it, into No, this? it is. Good. So I, I have um, a young boy, Jake, who's who's five and is an absolute joy. And he's, he's starting... He is a little ledge. And he's starting to read. So he's he's been getting there and he's doing his three-letter words and four-letter words. And some of those are my four-letter words as well. And so... <laughs> <laughs> so what four-letter words are you telling your son? <laughs> he knows most of them. Anyway, so... Um, so one of, his, one of his, his joys is to be read to. He still likes reading to, being read to. But he also wants to read to you, which is not a quick process, but it's enjoyable. Sorry, cool. So he went to the library because we, we love the library because you can get books out and it doesn't cost you anything. And so he went out and got things that he knows that I'm into. So he's gotten Star Wars and he's gotten, you know, uh, this one was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Love the turtles. We love the turtles. In a half shell, the heroes fall in this day and age who can ask for more. Because we need heroes like the Lone Ranger when Tonto came pronto, when there was danger. He didn't say, we'll be there in half an hour, because he displayed turtle power. Thank Can you. I just say that you have this uncanny ability to be able to just bring up song lyrics or things out of movies, and yes. just out of nowhere, word for word, it's like you've got this memory database set up in your brain that you just go, bang, done. It's like I'm Kevin Trudeau. It's just ridiculous. It's definitely and I, a skill. And you don't even know who Kevin Trudeau is. No, I guess I know that because it might sound stupid. I thought if I just if I glide through that, the listeners will think, oh, that's no, all good. But now you see no, now they're thinking, oh. who's Kevin Trudeau? He's not. He's not. I don't think he's related to the Canadian Prime Minister. Um, well, I don't know who he's either. His last name is Trudeau as well. Well, I, I think that. the most handsome man in the world. 
Or the most handsome leader in the world. Anyway. I was the guy that just cried recently when they put through um, something to do with same sex or whatever. Is that Canadian? I'm certain it might have been Canadian. They put through some kind of law change something and he was crying as he was reading it out and they got this big internet sensation, you know, viral thread. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me. He is loved. He is beloved. Good on him. um, Oh, good on him as well. And he's not even a ninja turtle, is he? I don't think he is. Anyway, so yeah. Kevin Trudeau was on late night infomercial TV, oh, and he had a thing called the Mega Memory, and you would send you know five easy payments of two and a half thousand dollars, and you would have a Mega Memory. Now I didn't do that, but I always remember the name's guy was Kevin <laughs> Trudeau. I don't have a Mega Memory. I've just got a memory for shit. Yeah, well, no, I'm not <laughs> saying that you're the smartest man on the planet. You can no. take way out of a site. Lyrics to that kind of stuff, <laughs> or the snap of fingers. It's, yeah, it's, there you go. It's incredible. So, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This book would probably be. Uh, I, I'm thinking about twenty pages, but it definitely has a comic-like thickness to it, a real thin comic, and it's probably only got three, two or three lines per page, and most of the words are. Less than five letters. So, so what really, age group is it really aimed at? Um, well, it's twenty to twenty-five. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much my age group, mid forties. Um, but definitely aimed at the five, the early readers. Like yep. these, these are kids are just reading. And so we're sitting there, and and look, I understand that people can change the mythology and change the storyline, and we've seen that happen with Batman. You know, where they've reinvented the whole universe and. And, you know, Marvel have done that on a couple of occasions. But this just boiled my fucking blood. Because this is a book that's going to children. And they're impressionable. And they're going to take this as gospel. And they're going to believe it. And they're going to go out into the world. And worse still, they're going to start sprouting this shit. I'm worried already. Oh, well, so you should be. Because this is fucking the next generation. And we're going to be relying on them to, one, and listen up, Marvel and DC. These are the kids that are going to be starting spending their money on your movies. Right? So this is your market. And if they get it wrong, they're going to grow up and they're going to make shit movies and they're going to kill your brand. So I'm just, you know, no. not being... Not get being up on that soapbox, man, and go nuts. I mean, tell the turtle truth. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag turtle, turtle truth. truth. <laughs> oh, anyway, so what annoyed me was that they said the origin of the turtles, where they were just four turtles. There was no mention of a sewer. Toxic waste, I think, is actually the uh, the proper term off memory. Yeah, but well, no, but they weren't. They they didn't even say that the the turtles were living in the sewer. They just said four turtles. Oh. They could have been anywhere. What are they living in a condo? Yeah, I don't know. Up on the mansion, rocking it in Beverly Hills. I've Tur- got no idea. Turtles love sewers. And that these aliens came down. And the aliens had this green goo, and some of the goo got on the turtles, and they turned into the Ninja Turtles. Not the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, just the Ninja Turtles. Oh, so they're not even teenagers or mutants anymore. They're just Ninja Turtles. Now, we know that when the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were created, they were given names of famous artists. Donatello, Michelangelo, Raphael, and Leonardo. In in this book, it's Leo, Mikey, (laughs) Raph, and Don. 
And that's how they're referred to through the whole book. Dying as in, like, you know, the Godfather. <laughs> yeah. And you ask me this on my daughter's birthday. I don't know. What? That was a very bad brando. <laughs> too, but compared to how I do voices, that was good. <laughs> that is true. You're, you are probably going to struggle to make a living out of doing impersonations <laughs> or accents. Not saying that I'm going to do much better, but I think if the two of us... If there's a gun to someone's head and we're going to ask someone, it's not going to be I'm you. I'm pointing at you. Yeah. <laughs> ask him. He'll do it. Ask him. Well, he'll have a, he'll have a crack. Yeah, ask a ginger ninja. Not a teenage <laughs> mutant ninja ginger ninja. No, it's just a regular runner. Regular so it run just annoyed me. And because I've always told the kids before we even read this book, you know, the way the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles got their, their powers was because of a, a toxic spill, and that was mm. the same spill that caused... Um, Splinter? Uh, sorry? Um, Splinter? No, not Splinter. Mm-hmm. Um, well, obviously it caused Splinter, but... Fucking... Fucking what? Affleck played him. Um, oh, Daredevil? Daredevil. He's right. not a turtle. <laughs> no, but he, but he lost his sight as a kid in the same toxic... Similar idea, yep. Well, it was the same one, from, from my, my understanding. That spill that he lost his sight in, that then went down the sewers which is where what? these turtles have been flushed and no, they turn into the teenage mutant. No, it's got nothing to do with it. I believe there is. No. I believe it is this... You bing it. That is ridiculous, because Daredevil would have started, I believe, in the 60s. Yeah. And the Ninja Turtles, I reckon, what, they would have been early 90s that they appeared? Hang on. Maybe I'm late on. 80s? I think you've had a little bit of an assumption scenario, Mr. Mather, and I think you need to retract that statement, take Daredevil, it back, teenage and get mutant, back in your fucking shell. <laughs> No, I'm binging it right now. Yeah, bing it up. I will. It's not going to happen. It's just not going to... There's no way known that, that a little bit of a, a damaged tin or drum of toxic waste that happened to get in Daredevil or Matt's eyes, as he is normally... Yeah, Matt Murdock. ...would have anything to do with four fucking turtles in a sewer. The fascinating origin story of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. The Heroes on a Half Shell began as a late-night goof between two friends. One night, uh, Mirage Studios in November 83, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird were hard at work on the latest chapter of their uh, Futoid comic when Eastman, struck by some unknown inspiration, drew a masked, nunchuck-wielding Ninja Turtle. He showed it to Laird, and the two of them shared a laugh at the sheer goofiness of the premise. Pete drew a cooler one, remembers Eastman. Then, of course, I had to top his sketch, so I drew four of them standing there in a dramatic pose. So it become a how big your dick kind of contest. <laughs> As, how big's your turtle? How big's your turtle? <laughs> it's, a, it's a euphemism. Mind you, when I think turtles poking out their heads, that's not what I'm thinking of. <laughs> um, anyway, so they, they did I that. Suppose turtles in a half shell sounds better than uh, penis in a foreskin. <laughs> <laughs> Penis power. <laughs> Teenage um, ninja penis. Exactly. So they were just pissing them's pants as that night, to be honest. This is the dumbest thing. They thought it was the dumbest thing ever. Uh, but the more they thought about it, the more the potential they saw the offbeat concept. With their work on their first uh, Fugitoid story coming to the end, the pair decided to make the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in X-Comic Project, cool. drawing inspiration from some of their favourite contemporary comics, including... Frank Miller's epic Samurai Adventure Ronin, which celebrated a run on Marvel Comics yep. Daredevil 
along with their mutual love of Jack Kirby. They set to work to develop the Turtle universe. Cool. But that uh, that's not saying, though, that the toxic from that is what started the Turtles. They're just saying that their idea was blended from a previous idea. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles story, <laughs> story paid homage to the first issue of Daredevil from 1963, in which a young Matt Murdock is blinded by radioactive isotope while pushing an old blind man from the path of an oncoming truck. Eastman and Laird extrapolated that after the canister containing the isotope struck Murdock, it collided with a bystander who was carrying a fishbowl containing its pets, four fucking baby turtles. LMB, lick my balls, motherfucker. <laughs> There's no way known that was their actual original origin. The turtles and the canister, which bore the initials TCRI, fell down the grate into the sewer below, where they were discovered by an inquisitive rat, Splinter. Splinter had been part of the pet of exiled ex-ninja warrior Hamato Yoshi, who was slain by his lover, Tang Shren. By the, well, there you go. Well, that's, that, that is but it. But the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles weren't even a Marvel comic, were they? No, but that's not saying that they they didn't have to be... I'm not saying that they were part of Daredevil. That's, this is how these guys who created Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles... That's where the isotopes were that transformed the Teenage right. Mutant So Ninja that was Turtles. where their idea came up. So, so it isn't actually connected only in their imagination, basically. Oh, because the turtles themselves are real. Everything else is just imagination. <laughs> <laughs> but, but here's the thing. So once again, the turtles, what was it? So that would have been late 80s they come along? 83. Daredevil was in 63? Yes. Or they can't actually be the same fucking... Or they'll be saying that drum has been down there forever. No, but in their version, it did the turtles straight away. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that they started doing their thing. They just hung out for 20 years. <laughs> just kicking <laughs> it in the sewers. Well, because they were baby turtles. And then when they hit 19, they decided to fight crime. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But that, that's how they... I must admit, I did not know that. You've actually... You've that is how the effect. creators of... Uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles describe how they were transformed. Not by fucking aliens. That's actually cool. And this comes back to that point. I actually, I really disagree with changing the origin stories of classic characters. I know we have to go with the times on some things. Mm -hmm. Like that, that makes sense. Because there's certain things, um, such as, for instance, if we are going to do the, um, how Bruce Banner turns into the Hulk now and do a brand new movie, brand new origin story now, Yes. We could not use the atomic bomb because that's not relevant to our time. They would have to come up with something different. Right. Because essentially, right. we're not blowing up an atomic bomb in the middle of the desert. Well, we probably are. <laughs> well, no, if you go and see Kim Jong-un, he's doing them under mountains. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, you know, you just kind of go with the times on certain things. For instance, um, characters that were made or invented back in, say, the 60s, yep. they didn't have Asians or people of dark skin or because there or was women. no one in Asia at that yeah, time or, or, or <laughs> no, women or anything honest. like in these major characters in these major no, roles that's true that's true you know because we have hopefully evolved to a certain point where there's more equality now um, and that well, should I... be the same with turtles <laughs> <laughs> what do we want turtle power when, when do we want it now back in the 60s yeah, back in the 60s <laughs> <sighs> turtle lives matter <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Oh, let's not do that because we don't want to yeah, no. any of the roadies. Gotta, that was just down. jokes. 
calm yeah. the fuck down. This is a hash-free podcast. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Unless, of course, you, you really want to, and as long as you don't hurt anybody else, then go ahead. True, and, and if you were going to do it, not that you should, but if you were, I'd recommend getting an actual smoke rolling machine, because doing it by your hands is shit when you're not used to it, yes. but I'm not recommending it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't recommend that at all. Or if you can get someone else to roll it for you, that's even better. Ah, uh, even <laughs> better. Yeah, just ask a friend. Ask a friend. Everyone's so there got you that go. one friend. Yeah, I'm a dumb That was my gripe yep. um, like with that, and so whilst the book reading itself took about five or six minutes. It took me another 20 minutes to explain to my son how they were wrong, what they'd done to the storyline, and that we should never go to the library again because books are poison. I do like the fact, though, that, I mean, as you, you explained to me earlier in the day, that the main reason they would have broken the names down is to make them smaller words, make it easier to read. Yeah, absolutely. So I get Don- that. That's fine. Donatello, Michelangelo, Raphael, and Leonardo pretty long words and when you most of the words he's reading are only four or five letters that's hard so mikey don leo and raf and i've heard him called mikey and leo and stuff but and even raf but i haven't heard don yeah well i mean i don't think this guy's a cricketer (laughs) (laughs) al don bradman so yeah but now i'm with you all the way on that yeah origin of the ninja turtles should remain the original origin well then, who can we touch? <laughs> like, who could you? Can you actually go back and change anyone's? Or you shouldn't change anyone's origin story. Yeah, it's a it's a tough one, isn't it? I'm sure the roadies out there have got an opinion. We don't necessarily need it <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> because I've just realised how many people I know read comics and how long this could go for. Oh uh, yeah, once you open that can. Oh, it's just one of those things that people can, you can talk about for hours and not agree and just not feel any better at the end of it. So, you know what, people, just read the comics you want and if you're happy with them changing the origin story, that's okay too. You know, I'm not, no judging here. If you want to be fucking wrong, then that's up to you. It's like, um, <laughs> would, you, would you call it um, trans-origin? That's funny. Now, um, yes, Christmas. Christmas <laughs> oh, is coming. Yes, this is, this is a a Christmas extravaganza special. It is. Have you got anything? Have you got anything Christmassy for me at all? I have. I did. A oh, excellent! I actually came up with something. What did you come up with? I'm going to tell you. Yes. My top thirteen things that shit me about Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> And I've thought about this. Well, I'm a little, I'm a little bit of a bar humbug. I'm not a Christmassy person. I love to get together with family and friends. I love the social side, and I'm not yes. talking social as in getting drunk and stupid and falling off the balcony. I mean, you know, the if main, that happens, so be it. Yeah, but, exactly. you, know. you, know, but you haven't seen someone for a while, giving them a hug, having a drink, telling stories, all that stuff is great. Yes, I love the shit out of that stuff. Yep. But you know what? There's a lot what? of stuff that shits me too. <laughs> So we're going to do that. Uh, yay! Right. Number one. Yes. People turn into arseholes. <laughs> how, how do you think they turn into arseholes even uh, more than what they are during the Nearly every of person at Christmas turns into an arsehole. Like, <laughs> it's just like, dude, it's, just, it's just another day. Just calm down. Um, I'm talking <laughs> more from the fact of my, his, the, the fact of my history in, in 
Fuck me, I can't even speak again. I got the same as last week. Um, <laughs> orphan not a talker. <laughs> <laughs> orphan not a talker. Hashtag orphan not a talker. Such a great one. Um, but in my old days of retail, I oh. hate to be someone working in retail this time of year. Because people can be so arrogant. They just... Oh, they just but the thing them. is, though, dude, like just to think about it, you haven't been in proper retail for 15 years. The retail you were doing before the job you were currently in was it wasn't toys and shit. It was hardware. What? Is, that's what they are, man. Yeah. Big boys toys. <laughs> oh, of course, people are coming in to buy presents for dad and, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And they don't know what dad wants. I just, just that's just a general thing. People tell right. me to ask us. That's only number one. I've got 12 more, so I won't, I won't hold oh, it up too long. It's, this is like the 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> well, I actually, I went, I was going to go 10, but I went 13. Because yeah, that but, has a little bit of a Halloween theme to me. <laughs> well, it does, but just before you go there, yeah. are you aware of the origins of the song 12 Days of Christmas? No, I am not. So it wasn't, because people think, it, it's actually, um, people think that it's the, the 12 Days of Christmas is leading up to... All these gifts are given one per day. Um, well, I consider it to be like a countdown. Yeah, well, it's not. It's <laughs> it's um, it's actually not that at all. It's people. This the guy who's singing, or the person who's um, doing it, is well. Originally, it was thought to be a memory for anyone who who was like a, a a Christian or whatever. Like if you could remember the twelve days of Christmas, then, you were doing it right. Know, well, you were part of the cl- you were you were part of the club, um, but what they do is not only is it a a memory thing, but um, all the gifts were given repeatedly. So, two calling doves. Each time you say two calling doves, that's another two. So it really? Ends up that, apparently, <laughs> apparently, you end up getting something it's like a lot of doves, man. I'm trying to find it. You continue, and I right will. On. You look for that on Bing. Yeah, because right, so I haven't got very far. I'm only up to uh, number two. <laughs> right, so yeah, number two, number... I'm going to try not to take too long on each point unless it actually deserves the time. Oh, fair enough. So number two, people who ask, "What do you want for Christmas?" If you don't fucking <laughs> know, then you're not a good friend or family member. Fuck off. Oh wow. You should be able to come up with something cool and interesting without actually asking, what do you want for Christmas? It's crap. Really? Yep, get back in your cupboard. So you never ask anyone? No. So So screw that. So it's just a quick trip to the servo for you, Christmas Eve, engine oil, fan belts, and and freshness (laughs) for everyone, and a packet of crisps. You should already know enough about the person to be able to come up with something interesting. Should you? Zip it. Moving or, or, on. Next point. <laughs> all right. All right. Fair right. Uh, people who go batshit crazy with exterior Christmas lights. People need to calm the fuck down. <laughs> oh, come on. What's the matter with the Christmas lights? They look pretty, but Jesus Christ, you've just cost J-Bob up the road as added yes. another couple of strings. You don't need to go and add another four strings on your end. But fair enough. I will say this, though, and... I think in Australia, Christmas lights are lost because I think the tradition of putting up lights and and all that in the Northern Hemisphere where they would be in winter 
where it's get get it's starting to get dark between Early. five oh, four five o'clock in the afternoon, and by eight o'clock at night it's it's dark. Um, we are currently you know almost what half past eight quarter to nine here in Australia. It's bright and, as the day, <laughs> and it is still daylight. It's going to be nine thirty before yep. dusk. Taking your kids out at eleven thirty to see the lights. Good parenting. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> I, I, I want to be able to take my kids to go out and see the the Christmas lights, the fairy lights as we call them, or whatever, and. I'm going to have to put them to bed and then wake them up <laughs> because they can't stay up till 10 o'clock at night. They're yeah. only they're only little ones, and that's that's three hours past when they normally go to bed. There so, you go. so there's another reason why we should just can it. Also, oh, every, okay. every, everyone actually cares about the environment until they spend all their money plugging in the Christmas lights. Yes. Just if you want to save the environment, if you want the, the Great Barrier Reef to be nice, if you want the ice polar caps to not melt, get rid of your Christmas lights. Oh, Next because <laughs> well, hang on. The people have gone to LED though, and they might have solar panels. You know, not many of them. They go okay. to the hardware shop and they buy as many power boards as they can, and they plug and, everything into then, one PowerPoint. <laughs> and, then, and then wrap it all in plastic and Glad wrap because that makes yep. it waterproof. <laughs> Look, the, the the only way you can probably get away with it, and that I'll accept it and let you just say, okay, I'll allow it. Yeah. Because if you're sneaky enough. To climb through the next door neighbour's chair with an <laughs> yeah, extension, an cord, extension cord, yep. plug it into their PowerPoint. If that's the case, well played. <laughs> well, game on. Yep. Game on. Right uh, number four. People who don't believe the Die Hardest Christmas movie. Oh, of course it is. Those people should be in the same place in hell that you said is reserved for pedophiles. And people who talk in the cinema. And people who talk in the cinema. Yeah. People who don't think Die Hard. Is a Christmas Yippee movie. Kai a motherfucker. It's just a great like, movie. That's a fine Christmas movie. It is. You've got, what's his name? Hans Gruber? Hans is great. What do they say on the name? Um, it's not Christmas till I see Hans Gruber falling out of, falling out <laughs> of the, um, is it, Aka, I can't remember the name of the building. Yakamoto Tower? Yakamoto Tower, yeah. Yakamoto, Akamoto. I'm the, sure, big, the big tall one. <laughs> I'm sure one of the roadies will correct us on either Facebook um, yeah. or, or Twitter, but yeah. Great movie. Number five. Elves are whiny little shits and shouldn't get employment. <laughs> what have you got against elves? They are the whiniest skinny... Look, really, would you even employ them? They're doing all this manual labour. They're the tiniest little things on the planet. But you need the little hands to make the little toys. But really, I just there's manufacturing for that these days. No one does okay. hands-on labour to make toys. Okay, but other than tossing, what else are you going to do with them? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I mean, nothing against little people, um, but there's not a lot of job opportunities out there. And if they can either be an elf or play an elf, you know, once a year, but, but work. No, but I'm not actually saying... But Otherwise, the, little, little people, well, I'm not sure of the right term. I think little people is still a, a correct term. I hope so. Um, little people? Because I'm certainly not trying to offend little people. No. But I'm talking about actual elves. Not not little people. Oh, proper elves. elves. <laughs> Pro- oh. Proper elves. Proper elves proper that are at the pole. Okay. Yeah. That are working for the Claws. Yes. In the Claws family tradition. Yes. Whiny, hopeless, weeny little shits. Get some decent <laughs> employees. Righto. Number six. Yes. Santa Claus. Yeah. Whoa, hang on. <laughs> i got reasons here. <laughs> that better be good. He's a creepy son of a bitch. Right? That is, tr- that is true. He lives a very unhealthy lifestyle of only living on cookies and milk. 
for one night and alcohol. a year. <laughs> Hang on, for one night a year. Well, how do we know? If you, he probably does this all the time, but this time he gets it for free. Why do well, we? Sit the, why do we sit that stuff out? It's his favourite food. That's what he likes. Well, that's what that's what our parents tell us. Well, they'd know. Well, but the thing is, I think. I, you know what I, I I partially do agree with you on this because There's more to this San, Santa <laughs> is a bit scary, and Very if you want to well if you want to know proof of that you've got the the song Santa Claus is coming to town, so he sees you when you're sleeping, which is fucking mm. weird. <laughs> he knows when you're awake. So has he got cameras inside the house? Mm-hmm. He knows if you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. So, and next is the warning. So you better watch out. Better not cry. So don't fucking tell anyone. No. <laughs> better not pout. So don't get upset by it. Because no, I'm telling you why face. Santa Claus is... So this is a threat. Basically, yeah. Santa is watching you all the time. He even watches you when you sleep. And I... I that's just weird. No, like he's, case... he's, just, he's a creepy, scary man. I don't like him. <laughs> And not only that, we're did you also, not get enough? Did you not get enough toys when you were a kid? Look, we're also <laughs> we're teaching our kids at a young age that home invasion is acceptable, and I think <laughs> that's wrong. I'm just going to stand tall on this one. Santa Claus needs to go. But if he's leaving you a gift, oh, what? So it's okay. So so I can have a guy come in my room um, <laughs> with a beard give, and a give, red suit. Give me a little blowjob and a handy, but leave me a leave me a, a, a toy truck. On the side of the bed, and I'll be like, "Oh, that was worth it, wouldn't it?" <laughs> Depends, is it a right control truck? <laughs> well, a blowy and a wristy. Oh. I mean, if it's yeah. dark enough, <laughs> you know. Just... Come on. Yeah. So, I, Santa Claus, got to go. All right. Well, fair, fine. I think it's. Right. I think it's way off base there. I think if Santa's probably getting a bad rap. I mean, even though he does sound like a lecherous stalking perv. Um, of course I he think, is. Yeah. And also, he's yeah. known to be a home wrecker. Home wrecker? So, well, yeah, because you've got that song, Santa Baby. Oh, no, um, uh, not Santa Baby. Um, I saw Mama kissing Santa Claus. Oh, true. So there's this kid. Mama's one, one of the three O's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you've got this kid who's all excited, like, oh, it's Christmas. Dad's gone somewhere. We don't know where Dad is in this story. This kid goes down to see, oh, whether or not Santa's coming. Gets down there, bang, there's Santa, and there's Mum. Bit of, you know, shenanigans going on. Two steps away from Roger and Mum on the dining room table. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Dropping the belt. (laughs) Dad's at the pub, getting kissed enough to put the trampoline together when he gets back. (laughs) (laughs) Which he's not going to be able to do. And there's always going to be pieces left over. Always. And 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 Mama's having shenanigans with Santa. What about Mrs. Claus? Where's where's she in all this? Ah, uh, she's. And how? So you've got he's a home wrecker, a home invader. He's breaking up marriages, and now this kid who sees Mum snogging Santa Claus is going to have to go into counselling for the rest of his life. I could be on you. I could be with you on this. That Santa's not all he's cracked up to be. Oh, so we'll just leave it at that. We'll leave that one up to the roadies. See what they Yeah. Uh, number seven. Just past the halfway mark. Americans who think Australian Christmas is wrong because we what? have barbecues, it's summer, and we play cricket on the beach instead of hanging around in the snow. Just because we don't want to get our fucking feet 
frozen does yes. not mean Christmas is incorrect in Australia. No, look, I, I, you either that means you're saying that you own Christmas, which to some Americans, I believe they think they do. Oh, Americans <laughs> think they own a lot of things. <laughs> that is true, um, and and I think I think everyone's of the general consensus that it is a, uh, it's the history of Christmas is. Uh, a, a, a special time for maybe the pagan religions um, that the Christian religion has used to celebrate the the birth of Jesus Christ. Um, most people, scholars, kind of believe that maybe December 25th wasn't the exact day, but if you're going to celebrate the birth of the Lord and Saviour, you might as well pick a day. You know, True. it was going to happen. So why not pick a holiday and we can go through that and probably offend hundreds of millions of people because that's our that's our audience um but i can tell you what like I, the bits that i miss about oh i've had a white christmas the bits that i miss about having a christmas in winter is is definitely that you know the lights and it seems a bit magical and all the songs that you hear sung which incidentally i i, I jumped on bing today quite a lot of christmas carols are written by jewish people <laughs> who, do, who don't celebrate christmas no, back there. Um, actually, speaking of White Christmas, if Santa Claus actually comes in and starts fondling with you, you might end up with a White Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, but, Creepy bearded but to, motherfucker. <laughs> but how good is Christmas in Australia? Because the sun's up early, it's nice and warm, whatever toys you get. So if you get a bike and you're living in somewhere wintry... Oh, yeah, you're stuffed. You're not going to go out and be able to play with no. your bike. You'd be like, why didn't you give me a PlayStation, you bastard? <laughs> exactly. Whereas in Australia, you can get them a bike, and then bang, they're gone for three you hours. You can football, play cricket, go on your bike, get a skateboard, you can be down the road. Exactly. It's and great. Yeah, no, I, I think I think a summer Christmas, I think everyone has to experience a summer Christmas, but I also do believe everyone should have at least, try and have one white Christmas as well. I think it looks pretty, but I wouldn't like to live in it. Yeah, and that's and that's like most places you holiday, great to holiday, not necessarily great to live. That's true. So um, just moving on, uh, when you're talking about the fact that we celebrate Christ's birthday and they're not sure whether it's the right day and all the rest. Yes. People who have December 25 birthdays, bad luck. <laughs> it's not your day. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, come it's already, on. That's, it's, it's that's fucking harsh. I know it's not your fault, but get over it. It's not your day. No, Christmas. I... I can't agree with you on that because I know someone who's born on December 25. I feel sorry for anyone who is actually born from maybe December 10th through to maybe January 10th. I feel sorry for all of them because these people are getting the common, oh, it's for your birthday and Christmas as well. So they, I think they miss out. Because I, I'm, I mean, my kids, I'm in October, so I get a birthday present and a Christmas present. My wife's in March, so she gets both, and my kids are August, uh, April and July, so that's fine. But if you're born in December, and specifically December 25th, so many people are going to be saying, oh, it's for your birthday and Christmas. And you know too well as a kid, they've only spent the same amount as they would have on a Christmas present. They're not doubling yeah. up. I think you get ripped off. So they, they, they only get one... They only get one gift gizzing. So I think they miss out. So I think it's a bit harsh for you to be coming down on the December 25 babies. Look, it's not their and, fault. I understand that. And how shit would it be for the mum? Like, she's 
freaking having to give birth on Christmas Day. Well, you know what? She and should have held on. <laughs> crossed the legs. Yep, crossed the legs. It'd be fine. Leave it till the next day. Well, if she had done that nine months earlier, you still wouldn't have the same issue, would you? <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. Uh, what are we next, up? Oh, next on the list, the price now, of wrapping paper. Really? Why that, does that annoy it you? It is just ridiculous. It nearly costs as much to wrap the presents as what it does to buy the bloody presents. Where, either A, you're a tight ass for how much you're spending on presents, or B, you are getting some handmade artisanal cotton woven fucking wrapping it, paper. It comes under the same realm as cards. You buy a birthday card or a thank you card or a Valentine's Day card, and you're paying like between 5 and $10 for a freaking card. It's ah, ridiculous. One of the very big perks of having a child. Because once you have a child, every birthday card, every Christmas card, every card that you ever do, Homemade. Kid, the kid kid makes it. <laughs> Out of a piece of paper, folded over, they draw pictures. And no one's going to say, oh, that's a shit card. Because your kid's drawn it. And they they may think it. And bloody well, I've thought it when someone's handed that to me. But yep. I've never been game enough to say it. I've gone... Oh, what a lovely card. Isn't little Jenny or Johnny very clever <laughs> for a 15-year-old? <laughs> like, <laughs> Righto. Uh, righto, what about you now? I'm trying to get this done quickly because otherwise you're not going to have no time for uh, Christmas. So, um, Elf on the Shelf. We've seen them. Don't put them on Facebook. Fuck them off. <laughs> <laughs> Sick of it. You get your Elf on the Shelf. You put it in funny positions. It's all tricky shit. It, yes. it was about three years ago that Elf on a Shelf became popular. It's not popular anymore. Move yes. on. Fuck off. It's like planking. Right on. How, <laughs> how do you feel about Elf? Elf yourself. Elf yourself. Yeah, yeah. The app, the, the application that you get. Um, oh, when you, you put the Elf, your face on an Elf or something, they dance around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, once again, yeah. it's funny to be in with, but nah. Move on. <laughs> Move on. Right on. Move on. Bar uh, right humbug with Number bar humbug with Troy. Yeah, we've got three left. Uh, pets aren't <laughs> gifts. Don't do it. <laughs> no, exactly. that's, you know what? This that's is exactly my serious right. one. Pets are yep. not gifts. Um, the kids will love it for the first month. Then the attraction's gone. The fun's gone. You want to get rid of the dog or the cat, and then it's just shit. So don't do it, roadie. It's just a hash, just a hessian bag and a couple of bricks and very low bridge at midnight. It's just, it's just shit. Right, we've got two left. Um, <laughs> so these two are good. So second last, Ricky. number 12. Yes. Re-gifters. You're a bunch of bastards. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, why? <laughs> if you don't like the gift yourself and it's a yes. shit gift, yes. don't pass it on to someone else and think you're a good friend. Okay, but I will say that there is an exception that I believe you'll agree with. You won $10 million in Taps Lotto and you want to give away half a mil? Fine. No, no. You get given a gift by someone that you think is a reasonably shit gift that you don't want... I believe it is personally, I believe with everything in my being, simply because I'm going to do it this week, re-gift it at the office Chris Kringle. <laughs> office is a little bit different. Yeah, because it's a Chris Kringle, so your name's not on it. <laughs> um, and if your name's not on it, they don't know who it was. And we also do, at work, we do Bad Santa. So everyone brings a gift, all the gifts go in the middle of the table, and then we put numbers one to however many people oh, are so there. Oh, so it's random. Well, we go one to, I think there's 22 in our office at the moment, so we go number one to 22. And what will happen is number one gets first pick. So they pick a gift, and that's their gift. Yep. Then number two picks 
a gift, and if they like their gift, they keep it. If they don't, they can take number one's gift, and number one gets the shit gift they got. And it keeps oh, going along down the line. So the, num- cool. the number you want is 22, because you get to choose any of the gifts. Because you pick the one off the table that has been allocated to you, and if you like it, you keep it. If you don't, you walk up to anyone and say, I'm going to have that. Now, it's very funny. It's a very funny way to do it. To have I quite your like that. Stolen. That's good. Yeah. It's, it's a, I don't know whether or not that's a... I think there's different variations or a brief, you know variations of, of the bad Santa where you steal other people's gifts. Yeah. Sounds Which fun. sounds a bit in line with Santa as we were talking. It's pretty true. Who's just... Who's a breaking and into stalker? Evil, who's creepy home invasion motherfucker who steals your wife? Who, by the way, I just had a look at Bing, um, would have to travel three, uh, sorry, six hundred and fifty miles a second. A second. Yeah. So to be able to go to every house, which is three thousand times the speed of sound. That's fairly quick. He's doing it's, all right. It's brisk. Maybe I haven't given those elves enough credit. Maybe they're really good at mechanics. <laughs> well, exactly. And and Forbes, who produced the you know the world's richest people, the Forbes list, mm-hmm. have actually named him the world's richest man. There you go. Unlimited budget. So there you go. Pretty impressive, right? Num- number one. Lucky luck. <laughs> this is one that will not surprise you in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> <laughs> you ready for Gingers. it? Gingers. You ready? No, no. You ready? <laughs> what? Carol's a shit. <laughs> Seriously. They are the most ridiculously simplistic, simple, fucked up songs. Um, if you have to have a lyric in a song that goes, fa la 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 if you can't come up with words, you may as well be a Stock Aker Mortimer song. <laughs> Carol's seriously. They are just the bane of my existence. I do not like them. They're shit. They should be gone forever. Is that because you can't sing? <laughs> Anyone can sing a carol. <laughs> really? Yeah. So because yeah, even... you get a group, you get a group, and you can just blend your blandness into the group. It doesn't matter, and no one cares. Just by that time, you've had a few drinks, you move on. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, we don't get the carolers where they turn up, knock at your door, you open the door, and there's six people in lovely Christmas outfits suddenly singing a wonderful carol as out of the six sopranos. We don't. Sopranos? They could be Sopranos. (laughs) Kate Sopranos sit family. (laughs) (laughs) The Sopranos. Oh, wow. I've I've actually Uh, met. I've met Kate's brother. uh, Phil, is it? Phil, yeah. Um, Who used to Uh. sing in a be the lead singer of a band that my brother-in-law was in. For anyone who doesn't know who we're talking about, we're talking about Kate Sobrano um, and her her brother, Phil. Yeah, bit of an Aussie legion. Oh, Kate definitely is. Mm. She's she's a woman who's just got some massive pipes. And some massive, <laughs> massive pipes, <breasts> too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's just got a, a beautiful smile, but she's got to check her out, however you download your yeah. music or listen to it. Um, yeah, she, Kate wa- she was, and I assume still is, a very attractive woman. Yeah, absolutely. But also just a, a gorgeous voice. She, I think she even, I think she did the Australia's first version of Jesus Christ Superstar as well. Like I think she did some stage stuff as well. I think that would have played, been maybe around the John English era, would it? Because didn't he do a lot of that as well? 
Yeah, he did, old Dark Eyes. Yeah. Um, Rest in but peace, yeah. Mr. English. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Rest so, in peace, English, in the kids' book of Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> now, how do you think... So your dislike for Christmas carols, does that, does that also go to things like Do They Know It's Christmas by Bob Geldof when Look, they did that band-aid in 84? They're Christmas songs. They're not oh, Christmas okay. carols. There's a difference. Okay, so... Winter Wonderland? Yeah, I'd normally call that a Christmas song. Okay, Jingle Bells? Jingle Bells is a carol. Jingle Bells can go piss itself in the in the, <laughs> in the bush. Just get rid of it. <laughs> Jingle Bells has got such disrespect that yes. the Batman Smells lyric was thrown in there because the original <laughs> lyrics were shit. <laughs> Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Robin Flew Away. Yep, so the Batmobile lost it. its wheel. And the Joker ran away. Hey, I don't know. So that, that's my 13. Oh, that's your 13. That's my 13. My, my 13 things that shit me about Christmas. Or I'll put in there as a title, a.k.a. things that put the Christ in Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I thought you'd like that one. Oh, that's good. That's something you, you, you expect that actually on the castle. <laughs> Uh, so that, that's the information that I had for the um, Christmas Spectacular. Christmas Spectacular. Speaking of Christmas songs and Christmas carols, I did find a song by John Denver, which I'd never heard before, and I'm sure when you listen to it in context, um, it probably is not as hysterically funny as I found it. Are you familiar with the song, Please Daddy? <laughs> um, no. Strangely so, enough. The full title is Please, comma, Daddy, brackets, don't get drunk this Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, that sounds a little bit better because initially yeah. the, what was it called? Please, Daddy? Please, Daddy, John Denver. Please, yeah, Please, Daddy, it sounds a little bit like a bit of a, a sex kind of cosplay, not cosplay, but role play sort of. Really? Because daddy's a big term in sex these days for like the is it? the dominate, <laughs> dominating and submissive and all the rest. Calling tell someone me, daddy is more. really bizarre. <laughs> and so I find it really uncomfortable. Like, let's see, to listen to, if you ever watch, I would never watch porn, by the way, listeners. Never. <laughs> but but I, but I've I been told by friends that have yes. that they use the term daddy a fair bit, especially with young girls and older men. And it's just a really weird thing because like for Incest. Parents, like for dads. But it's not, though. It's more a domination sort of thing. It's okay. Like, it's like sir, master, daddy. It's, it's Look, under I, that same I, bracket. I could understand sir, you know, whatever. But I just see the other one as incest. And I'm Tasmanian and I'm pretty open to most things. <laughs> but even so, like I think that's that's a line. Yeah, it's, anyway. It's a weird term. So, yeah, that's uh, that's where I thought you were going with that. It was a bit weird. Um, no, but, but in saying that, for a John Denver song, um, I'm not surprised that the song isn't really plain. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, oh, that, that oh, came in for a creepy landing, yeah, didn't it? Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, I think I oh, crashed out on that one. You oh. did. Oh, too soon. Too oh, soon. Oh. So some of the lyrics are: "Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want to see Mama cry. Please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. I don't want to see Mama cry." Mama smiled and looked outside the window. She told me, son, you'd better go upstairs. Then you laughed and hollered, Merry Christmas. And I turned and saw my mama's tears. Fuck. <laughs> That's... Jesus. So, 
please don't get drunk. I don't want to see mum cry. Mum said you better go upstairs and dad's tanked goes Merry Christmas. What does that mean for the mum? Is she in for a stoiking or a smacking? Like, I don't know. Merry Christmas, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I don't know whether it's going to be child abuse or ah. drunken sex or I don't know what it is. But and the worst thing is we I've, can't even ask John. He's not even here anymore. No, we can't. And I think there's a film clip, John. I haven't watched the film clip, and I don't know whether or not I should. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's anything that we can um, that we yeah, can no. take back. But, um, yeah. but um, please, Daddy. <laughs> please, Daddy, don't get drunk this Christmas. Oh, so what do you, you so, Speaking so, of Christmas, what do you got for Christmas? Tell me. Have you got some really uh, cool Christmas facts? Because I've, I've nearly taken up like three quarters of the time. <laughs> which is fine, but we were talking about... Christmas movies, so um, I didn't Die have much. Yeah, but what did you think would be the biggest box office, or um, the biggest number one box office film, Christmas based film? I, w- of, I would uh, I would go out there straight away and say Home Alone. Really? Because okay. Home Alone, I think, is around Christmas, isn't it? I think. Yeah, but it's not. There, there was. You got to remember. There's more than one. Yeah. But but you are correct. The original Home Alone, nice. 1990, the Pulled final box the office. Bag. Yeah, two hundred eighty-five point seven six million dollars. Macaulay Culkin, basically abandoned by his family, um, and then sets. It, it, some terrifying traps. And one of the things I found out about that film was um, one of the guys who's who's in it, and I can't remember the actor's name, where a spider has to run over him, is a massive arachnophobe. Like, <laughs> he's like you with needles. And he agreed to do it, but it was only going to be one take. And if they didn't get it, then fuck it, it's not happening. <laughs> I um, So that was it there. Uh, number two at $260 million was How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, Jim Carrey? I think. Jim Carrey, yes, absolutely. Um, is, the, is Gremlins up there? Because um, Gremlins is a Christmas movie as well. I'm looking. The other one was The Polar Express. Oh, yeah, Tom Hanks. Yeah, Tom Hanks, which... Haven't seen that. Doesn't interest me. It was it was nominated for three Oscars, but it's really weird, and I think the problem is that they draw it, and it really does look like Tom Hanks, to the point where... You know it's not real, but you know it, it doesn't look fake. It's a it just bit makes unnerving. Yeah. It just makes it weird. So it's like the people, like, uh, I can't remember the name of the effect, but, you know, obviously virtual reality is becoming more and more prevalent. Um, robotics is becoming more and more prevalent. And there's this thing where people will be accepting of a robot as long as it looks like a robot. Yeah, but I get as what soon you, as you yeah. As soon as you make that robot look like a person... Physically, yeah, people but then start to freak the fuck out. People get freaked out because it's like Skynet. You know, that's that's where we're at. You know, it's going to take mm. over, and all of a sudden, you know, that's why they do. They're sex dolls. Like it's it's just got to be weird. So, yeah, I reckon if you have one of those sex dolls, like the fully lifelike sex dolls, it costs you like forty grand. Yeah, I reckon if you have one of those. You'd be expecting one night to kind of just wake up, roll over, and finally just like standing in the corner watching you sleep. Oh, a bit like yeah, yeah, yeah. um, like suddenly it uh, becomes self-aware and 
Yeah. Nah, that shit's weird. And you know, and they'd, I, they'd, they'd look at you and say, you've been fucking me for months, I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> exactly, but the thing is, if like you're going to spend that amount of money on a sex doll, you could spend it at a brothel. You could, but you probably don't get the emotional connection you get with a sex doll at a brothel. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the relationship. Have you watched these docos? They're actually pretty interesting. They take them out for coffee. They go to family gatherings. Oh, that's... That doesn't sound right. They um I, I, they send them away to get like the limbs uh, serviced because after a while the limbs lose their no pun intended but stiffness, <laughs> like so yes. so they won't go where they're meant to go. Um, right. And they miss them, and they'll actually show these things coming back like in the big box coming off the truck, and they're all excited like it's Christmas just to bring it back into the Christmas scene. Wow. And they've they've missed this doll like it's part of their life. It's like an actual relationship. And they dress them up and everything, obviously. Oh yeah. Yeah, they'll dress them in lingerie for the sexy time. Uh, they'll dress them up normally to take them out for coffee. For when they put their hand on their hip and <laughs> look like an Italian porn star. But it's just a little bit weird. Wow. There you go. Um, so that's One of the other films that did make it that I quite enjoyed because of its wrongness is Bad Santa. Oh, yeah. Billy Bob. Yeah. Uh, did you see the sequel? No. It's not bad. Good. I must, oh, it's, it's still the same silliness. It's worth watching. Because the kid, it's the same kid. He's all grown up, though. He's now just a bigger, fat kid. <laughs> so how do you feel about the elf in that? That little person? Yeah, but, but he's not a real elf. He's a dude playing an elf. It's different. <laughs> he's just an African-American midget. Or yep. dwarf or little person. That's why I'm taking advantage of an employment opportunity. <laughs> you know what? Fair enough. Exactly. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, I'm, so, I'm really shocked that Gremlins is not there. I think Gremlins is... A, actually, um, my girlfriend Jazz and her daughter Georgia and son Harry and myself uh, we are going to be spending Christmas Eve at her place. And mm-hmm. um, I don't believe either of the kids have seen Gremlins, so we're watching Gremlins as our Christmas Eve movie. Oh, that's so, be so good. Cool. Hmm. And are you just going to sit there with a glass of water and just start tipping it on <laughs> <laughs> I'll tip it on the cat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah, exactly. And and start feeding it after midnight. Oh, uh, what were those um those dumbass friggin' toys that came out probably about a decade ago? Maybe Furbies? fifteen years ago. Furbies. They were just a a, a mugwai rip off. It was, wasn't it? But that's yeah. probably I suppose why um it was popular. I, they annoyed the shit out of me. Really? Oh, that was so annoying, man. You put them in the cupboard, they still kept talking. I do, you got to bash them with a bat to shut them up. <laughs> and then and then they, you can get two of them, and you can point yes. them at each other, and they'll talk together, and they'll learn. Now, we don't want that shit. That's also Skynet. That's the next step. Skynet yeah, that... probably started from Furbies. Fair enough. It's possible. I think it's possible. I think Skynet came out before, though. Terminator 1, the original. Yeah, but before and after, does it really matter when there's time travel? True. Yeah, anything's possible. Even in the whole Terminator um, movie franchise, they've changed the rules completely anyway, so... They have. And obviously, but I I, I don't know, I don't understand why they decided to go back and try and kill John Connor. Why didn't they go back and try to kill Sarah as a baby? I don't know. Because no one would understand. 
Maybe Maybe. that was going to wreck the timeline too much. I don't know. Maybe if they went further back, there was a chance by killing someone that far back in time, that could somehow have a splinter effect on the person that actually invented Skynet. Oh, okay. Yeah, possibly. That makes sense. Makes sense. Six degrees of separation sort of thing, butterfly effect. Yep. Mm. Fair enough. Okay. So one thing that you've spoken about, things that you hate about Christmas... One of the things that I love about Christmas, and I'm going to be able to enjoy immensely this year with my seven-year-old, who has really started to develop her own sense of humour, is Christmas cracker jokes. Oh, yes. I, lo- I love Christmas cracker jokes. And and people go, oh, they're dumb, they're stupid, and they're predictable, but that's the point. Well, they're basically day jokes. Well, they are, but the reason... And I actually, believe it or not, and because people will do a documentary on pretty much anything... I saw a small documentary, it was only a half an hour little show, on people who write Christmas cracker jokes and the companies that make them. And it's actually an art form because the reason why Christmas cracker jokes are so loved slash hated is because they're not offensive to anyone. So they don't make fun of any race, religion or or group. It's all It's picking on itself or picking on something that doesn't exist so that everyone can laugh about it. Because generally, a joke is funny because it's not you. Your know, sucks is there's normally Santa jokes, snowman jokes, reindeer jokes. For example, what goes... Probably, probably oh, elf jokes because they deserve it because they're fucking hopeless. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so why do so snowmen... Sorry, what do snowmen wear on their heads? I notice it's a, uh, is it an ice cap? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah, boy. Yikes. Why are Christmas trees bad knitters? No, I got nothing on that one. Why? Because they keep losing their needles. Oh. <laughs> why was Why was the snowman looking through the carrots? Looking he was picking his nose. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Uh, a man walks, in, man walks into a bar. Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> Never get told. What did Adam say the day before Christmas? What did Adam say the day before Christmas? It's Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> and what does Santa do uh, with fat elves? Uh, he sends them to an elf farm. <laughs> he sends them to an elf farm. Not farm. health farm, elf farm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there was, there's heaps of them. I'm sure there is. What's a dog's What's a dog's favourite Christmas carol? Uh, be a, <laughs> Bark the Herald Angels. Oh, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> and, and because we like to make things current, what does Miley Cyrus have for Christmas dinner? Uh, it'd be an achy breaky something probably. No, a twerky. Oh, oh. <laughs> what do snowmen have for breakfast? Uh, ice cubes? No, ice... ice Snowflakes! Ice. Oh, crap. So we can oh. keep going on and... Oh, okay, you'll like this one. What does Father Christmas do when the elves misbehave? Belt the shit out of them. No, he gives them no. a sack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that one. There you go. So... Um, they are funny, I must admit, when he they, goes around the table uh, and you've got the little toys also that come out. And, you you get the little toy, You get the hat, everyone gets a hat 
I, I do not wear a paper cap, the paper hat. I've never done it in my life. I don't like it. And if I do, I'm not very comfortable. I think I've got photos of you in Christmas hats. Yeah, I wouldn't have been happy with it, though. I would have done it because it's the case. Okay, everyone's doing it. I have to fucking wear the hat. Well, you don't I only brought have this up to, with yeah. Jase the other day. I just don't like them. I reckon they're stupid. That's just a little paper crown. I know. Why do well, people do it? Why? Because it's funny. And it's uh, funny. You're such a bar humbugger. I, uh, I know I am. And I fully admit <laughs> that I am. And I'm happy with that title. But I don't know why. Christmas is lovely. So I, I love num- Christmas. Number 14 things out about Christmas. Paper fucking hats. <laughs> Number 14, I'm writing it down now, I'm adding it to the list. <laughs> Paper, Paper hats. hats. Um, now, one thing that you and I have both done for Christmas, which um, which we have a bone to pick with um, the creators of South Park. Um, uh, oh, I know where you're going with this. Yeah, and so, what is it? Um, Stan and Trey Parker? Trey Parker? Trey Parker and I can't remember the other guy's name. They don't have the same surname. No. So, for you and I, we've been mates since we were 15, 16. Yep. Um, and pretty much for the first five or six years, every Christmas you would come to my mum's place, uh, Trey Parker, Matt Stone. Bang. There yeah, they are. Yeah. You would come to my place Christmas dinner. dinner. So on Christmas Day, 25th, you'd come to my place for Christmas dinner because we'd be away at my wherever and then we'd yep. come back to mum's place for that. And after we've had far too much food um, and there was a time where I would drink, so a little bit to drink as well. Oh, I remember those days. Oh, good times, good times. Uh... <laughs> we would go to my mum's courtyard where there was a basketball ring and we would play, not basketball because that seemed a lot of activity. Yeah, round we the would. World. Around the world, donkey or whatever. Yeah. But where you could say and do anything except phys- make physical contact with the person to put them off their yeah. shot. You, you could psych them out however you, you wished. Whatever you want, whatever you, whatever was your, your thing. So we're talking, that was what, 1989-ish onwards? Yeah, yeah, you're about right. No, even earlier, 80... Well, I left 88. school in 88, so we would have been mates then. Yeah, so probably about 88. You left school in 88, so it would have been earlier than that. But I only turned up in grade 9, so... So, 85, 88... Uh, sorry, 80... 87 seven? minimum, yeah. 87, 88, so, probably... I'll say 87. Yeah. Well, ha- yeah, okay. So there you go. So we'd been doing this game for so long... And it always ends in us um, laughing uncontrollably um, and once again proves why it is great to live in Australia because we could play until 9 o'clock at night without having to worry about the extra lights, which we did have an extra external light, but... Um, they got smashed. <laughs> it got smashed um, a couple of times. So there was also um, a, a pop plant also that died a mysterious death, if memory serves me correctly. Oh, yeah. Um, we, we probably don't talk about that because your mum probably still doesn't realise we did that. <laughs> well, which one? I mean, we've knocked over a couple of those. So little. So back in 98, so we're talking, I would say, 10 years on. 
the mm. creators, so Trey Parker, Matt Stone, did a film called Basketball. They certainly did. Um, and it was the exact same thing where they had merged, well, sort of, they'd merged basketball and baseball together. Now, I'm not saying by, you know, that Trey or Matt blatantly stole our idea, our theme, everything that we did and went on to make a film not that made money. I, I wouldn't say they deliberately did it, but you know what? They had a budget of $23 million to make this film. Um, they only made $7 million in the box office. So, fuck you very much. You know, you, you didn't make much compared to what you spent. And I think that's because the South Road boys weren't paid their dues. I think that's, <laughs> that's all. That, yeah, that's, that's a, bit all of a, a bit of universal justice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> South um, Road boys for the win, motherfucker. <laughs> FTW. Not fuck the world for the win, yeah, the which win. I know you love. <laughs> uh, I hate changing acronyms, but I'm, yeah. yeah we, that's, a, so... that's a conversation for another time. I wouldn't it's... want to ruin the Christmas special with something negative. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas tree. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, so that's, that's where I'd like... Oh, now, one thing. You talked about... Oh, oh, yeah. How much do you think, if you were to buy... Because every year they um, they do a... Uh, the the uh, cost of the 12 days of Christmas, so to purchase all the things in the song 12 Days of Christmas. Okay, well, here's a point straight away. Considering I hate carols, I wouldn't even be able to tell yeah. you what are in the 12 things or what really? the 12 things are. I know okay. it's a dove. <laughs> okay, well, this is going to be a shit story then. $34,500 is how much the 12 Days of Christmas is going to be. So it's not a bad gift. You've got a shitload of birds, like two turtle doves, three but French hens. But is this because you have to keep giving it every time you say it, so you've got to multiply them? Yeah, I think so. Ma- maids are milking, lords are leaping. Oh, there's everything. Drums are drumming. Yeah. Anyway, so $34,500 is how much the 12 days of Christmas is going to cost you this year. My dear friend, I can guarantee that I'm not buying you that for Christmas. But what we can say to the roadies is you can give this gift of a podcast to anyone that you love and it's going to cost you nothing. Absolutely true, nothing. There is one, one, one little thing, though, that's possibly yes. going to stop them doing that. Yep. It isn't available yet. <laughs> <laughs> but Next it, year. Will be, <laughs> it will be. And the other bonus of you giving this as a Christmas gift is that you will get an hour without them talking to you. Oh, <laughs> so, that's actually a special gift. That's a gift for you and a gift for them. Uh, and so, they won't even realise either. They will not. So from the South Road Boys to you, that is our gift. I am uh, Joe. I am Troy. <laughs> and we are the South Road Boys. We certainly are this Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bring out the bed.